Well, Kelm, yeah. uh, we played some some games. We have two weeks now. It took you all of the two weeks to finally get through RE8, but you did it. Uh, let's yeah. jump into that and do, a, I would say, a full spoiler. We'll open it all up and talk about our complete you know, thoughts on it. But I want to get your initial thoughts of RE8 and your time playing it, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty and talk about it further. Yeah, I um, I think the reason it took me so long was mostly because I'm just such a wimp when it comes to scary games. And it's really weird because pretty much every scary game that's like a, a like mainstream one, you know, Outlast, Condemned, Amnesia, obviously Resident Evil and Silent Hill and all these games, I've played them all and I've loved them, but... I've, I, they all just terrify me, like more so than probably a lot of people. And I think the reason I love them so much is because when you play, you know, when you play a game like Dark Souls and it's really rewarding because you're progressing because you know it's hard. I get that same kind of feeling because I know that it's so scary that any amount of progression I make makes me feel really good and really like sort of satisfied. Um, so, yeah, so I had to play it at some points in like 20 minute bursts just because mm. like it was just too much just too too much for me to handle um but yeah i i absolutely loved it i thought i think it's probably the best mainline resident evil game since the since four um it's it was re you know really really great game um there was nothing i didn't like i think there was a, a few things that maybe i think could have been done a little better or at least utilized a bit more um and i think the whilst the story was definitely strong compared to other resident evil games it was still um not the best uh story in the world you know it's the kind of story you see on a horror film that once you finish that horror film you were like oh that's a bit of a crap film um but it was uh yeah I, re I really really enjoyed it there's just really something about it that was just really just really drew me to it all the time like even though i i did i couldn't play it for massive stretches uh, uh, every day um I, I constantly like i was thinking about it and i always wanted to play it um but yeah yeah overall i mean obviously we'll get into the nitty-gritty i'm sure but yeah overall i thought it was it was brilliant i think it shows resident evil's definitely going in the right direction they've clearly learned from their mistakes when doing first person for the first time with re7 and um i think that the game just is such a improvement over re7 and uh i'm really i'm already super excited for any dlc or and obviously the sequel which i didn't really feel after beating resi 7 so uh yeah it was really really great yeah i mean i, I echo the same um uh things you mentioned there where uh it was one of my favorites since you know since four as well and the the impression of four is super strong on this game and they really took the right influences from four with just the mechanics themselves with how um, action heavy it is with still how you know terrifying it can be um with the um, you know navigating your your menu system like all kinds of influences on uh, from re4 transferred over to re8 and it's uh, i love it yeah i've been playing it a bunch um been replaying it for the for the trophies and did the three hour run and that took some time um but overall i'd super love it you know if i have any complaints my uh, main complaint is with Ethan himself. I don't like him as a character. I think he's just, he's he's annoying. He bothers me. All his little one-liners. I know they're supposed to be like cheeky and kind of like on the nose. I get it. But for me, it's just, he annoys me the entire time. So we'll get into the ending, you know, and stuff. But with whatever happens with this character, I was kind of, I was happy because I was, I was, you know, loving the idea of not having to play as him again, ever again. But uh, I know that I'm in the minority because I think people really do enjoy Ethan and, with these past two games. And I didn't mind him so much in the last one. But for some reason, this one, 
man, he bugs me. So if I could just remove him from the game, uh, this would be uh, absolutely perfect. But no, I loved everything else about it. The yeah, just the combat's really fun, and it's uh, in you know rewarding for proceeding further. And they they give you just enough ammo at times. But then we'll we'll get into the end. The end kind of goes off the rail a little bit. But even then, I still wasn't bothered by how they sort of uh, ended the, the or gave you the last you know half hour with uh, how the combat changes. But I still had fun. It was just maybe that could have been a little bit tighter towards the end or stuff could have been cut almost. But um, mm-hmm. although otherwise, and then there's that incredibly terrifying scene with the dollhouse um, that we'll talk about. Uh, for me, that was the scariest point. I know you mentioned like playing in 20 minute bursts. I wasn't that terrified playing the game. It was really that moment and maybe some stuff in the village. But I think I was uh, a bit more terrified in RE7 uh, compared to this one. But um, yeah, so let's let's talk about playing the game um how did you feel about getting to getting through the village and how'd you feel about dealing with uh tall lady dimitrescu um and kind of her her whole plot kind of ended quickly how'd you feel about that yeah i think um the intro was definitely uh what i think that's why so many people have enjoyed it is because it starts so strongly um you know it starts very action heavy where you're sort of surrounded by enemies um, and you have to basically just try and escape which is done really really well really horrible i mean i just find yeah i I find the lichens just the 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 sort of normal enemies just horrible they're really like unpredictable they make horrible sounds they're kind of like lurk on roofs and things you never know where they're going to come from um and they just look disgusting and scary so and they will dodge attacks yeah yeah, I, I, found, I found those those guys really, really scary. So the beginning bit just terrified me. It was it was really horrible, but but done so, so well. Um, and then you get to the castle and it's almost like got that Resident Evil 2 remake vibes where, you know, you're, you're going around this sort of place and, uh, you know, looking for certain things, certain items. And then obviously uh, Dimitrescu, however you said, she starts chasing you and uh you've got to do the classic you know backtracking and trying to figure out what you're doing and and everything and um, and I, I just thought it was a really cool mixture of two things that resident evil does really well you've got the the sort of scary actiony stuff the kind of stuff you see in that resident Evil Four when you get to that that village at first and and there's all those enemies around um and uh yeah the, and yeah the castle scene was just a complete pace change but in a in a really really good way and it kept it very resident evil so um yeah i love that and i, I love how everyone thought that she that she was going to be a, a major i mean she was obviously a major part of the game but a, a much bigger part of the game um and she was you know just a, a means to create this initial castle part which i think is fine i think that's that's fine i mean there's so many interesting characters in that game and the way it uh plays out afterwards i think that i i, I never like missed her or anything like that i think that the, the time she was in it was really great and um i didn't think the daughters were very scary just because um they kind of get announced by that like swarm of flies and it just kind of ruins any real scare but i found dim dim i'm really bad at saying her name the tall one yeah uh, I, I, found her... I feel like the u is silent i've heard oh, okay Dimitrescu, yeah, that 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 feels better to say actually. Um, but she, yeah, I found her terrifying. I, I didn't think I would, but I think like the amount the few times where I've like opened a door and she's like already crouching under to go through, yeah. and yeah, she was actually really scary. Um, 
So yeah, I loved the I loved that whole sort of opening part. I thought the boss fight with her was great as well. It was very Resident Evil, very outrageous and and fun. Um, but yeah, th- there was there was one part that, and this is getting into a little bit of one thing I wasn't too happy with was I I do think the game was far too easy. I don't actually think I died in the game uh, once. Now I think about it. Um, and there was a part where I I just feel like you always had loads of ammo, and if you didn't, you'd be able to craft it and um yeah and they were very powerful all the all the weapons are very powerful after you've upgraded them um but i uh there, there was one part where i first found the sniper rifle and to fit it into my case i had to do loads of rearranging like i had to like rotate some herbs and all of that and it was just complete resident evil 4 uh feelings and i loved that but then after that i didn't have another issue with fitting anything in my case again um i mm. never i mean in resident evil 4 like the inventory management is like, such a massive part and when i because that's quite early on when you get the sniper when when i sort of had to spend a few minutes in my inventory rotating things making sure it all fits i was like oh i'm so happy that they've got this again i'm so happy i'm so excited to have to manage my inventory through the rest of this game and i never had to do that again so i thought that that was very underutilized because it was obviously there for a reason Um, but it was just again i think it all boils down to the difficulty you get you get what like so much money you get loads of treasures you can just buy everything you need upgrade your weapons really easily um and buy all the the ammo that the duke sells and everything um so i think that that's that was one thing that i thought was going to be like really prevalent through the game but it ended up not being which i thought was a shame because it was uh it, it was there obviously and uh probably they they wanted it to be a thing but it just didn't work out that way because of how it was balanced yeah you're right where they did something different this time around where the items you collect are like some of the puzzle mechanic or puzzle items rather and other components they're separate from your main inventory so they just no matter what they stack up you don't have to worry about managing it so like you get those bolt cutters super super quick and an re2 remake you know you have to move it around and then it tells you at least the game at that point would tell you you no longer need this thing you can drop it but in re8 it's just a, it's separate from your entire you know little inventory so you don't have to worry about managing it so i, I understand that issue where it's like you don't have to you know, juggle these things. So it's less, it's less um, stressful, but that stress would add in the situation. Uh, they have done a lot of things to kind of streamline it or make it easier in say with the action and your ability to block and then kind of punch after that. There are these things that, yeah, they, yeah, they don't bother me, but I can see where you lose some of that tension because of that. And the whole game, the whole, um, the whole idea is to balance that tension with the action. And I think they do lean further on that action more in, in RE8, which, I guess you could do things like you you unlock the the shadow mode at the end, um, or there's just the regular hard difficulties. So you can bump it up to kind of maybe give yourself a more a challenge there. But you're right, where it's it's way more approachable for for everyone, but you kind of lose some of that, you know, with the the flavor of what makes Resident Evil special. So it wasn't a huge deterrent for me, but I see what you mean, and I, I felt that same way where it's the challenge isn't totally there. Um, if anything, when they take away your weapons in that dollhouse, that's when it, that tension ramps up because, you know, you don't have your ability to, you don't have your confidence anymore. And I I love that feeling. So I wanted them to do that a bit more in the, in the actual rest of the gameplay. Yeah. I I don't mind the leaning into the action more. And I I think, because even in Resident Evil 4, I'm pretty sure your key items and things, they get stored somewhere else as well. So you don't have to Mm. worry about them. But because Resident Evil 4 is very action heavy and you have to manage your, you know, your weapons and your upgrades that like your scope that you get for your rifle, it makes your rifle bigger and uh, things like that. And all your grenades and all your herbs and, and everything. 
Um, it just, it, it, I, that's why when I picked up the sniper rifle, I thought, oh, because this game's more action orientated, I'm going to be having to juggle all my stuff all the time. And it, yeah, it just, it just didn't happen. Um, but it was clearly something they wanted to to happen because it gives you the option to, I mean, it is literally the Resident Evil 4 inventory screen. It's just, it just doesn't look this, quite the same. You can still rotate things and move them around. You even have like the the like secondary case where you like pick things up from that you like move it over into. Oh right. Um, uh, so so yeah. So I, I don't mind the 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 more action heavy stuff at all. Um, I, in fact, I, I prefer it uh, probably. But uh, yeah, and I I think difficulty wise, it's just like, like again going back to Resident Evil Four um that's a game where there were some really tough parts uh even on normal difficulty where uh because that's the th i mean your first play from resident evil should be tough because it's not new game plus you don't have any stuff to carry over with it's all your uh you know it's just your, your first time and um and also that i only got like one health upgrade in village as well and it, it still didn't like bother me and um and i'm sure we'll get onto it but like the factory which I actually loved it's one of my favorite parts from the whole game um i just had so much like explosives and weapons that those like enemies that they clearly want you to try and sort of like run away from because they take so long to die i was just able just to kill them really easily because i had so many mines and flashbangs and things and i still had loads of room in my my case for everything else as well it was just it just gives you i just think it it just doesn't really balance that worry about having to manage your stuff like i never had to worry about what i was carrying i just felt like i had like such a massive arsenal um of things that i never had to manage uh and it just made me sort of indestructible <laughs> yeah it's a tough balance to strike because uh they really nail it almost every resident evil game where in the beginning you are stripped down of what you have and then you start to build up but it's almost like that building up is a reward, I guess, for the player towards the end where they, they unlock the rocket launcher and whatnot, like it's really powerful weapons. But there's a balance where you want to make sure that, you know, you still have that that struggle, that tension, so you don't just feel overpowered too quickly. And I would even argue that maybe you don't even have to feel overpowered at the end. Like, just keep me bare bones, exactly the ammo I need. And so it's a struggle the rest of the way. But it, the, I find that in these games, they are trying to somewhat reward the player by giving them this full loadout by the end. So they're just like a walking tank. But then by the end, you kind of lose some of that, you know, that 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 fun aspect of it. But uh, it's still, you know, enjoyable. It's just like in, in the back of my mind, I'm noticing like, oh, yeah, they're giving me this stuff because they feel that I want it. But uh, at least in my case, I don't like I'm, I'm cool with them really stripping things down and not having me uh, feel like I have just a bunch of ammo, like especially towards the end, it turns into Call of Duty for a bit. So uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't really necessarily need that, but it wasn't a negative. It's just like, I can see what they're trying to do, but for me, I don't want that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think I, I noticed it mostly. Um, I mean, I don't want to like sort of, I don't, I don't want to like skip anything, obviously, but the the factory, I think it is one of the most interesting parts of the game because it's set up to be like a classic Resident Evil horror house that you're stuck in for a long time. And, uh, there's really, I mean, it's one. I, I think that that potentially could have been the scariest part of the game, even scarier than the the dollhouse, just because, especially when all the lights go off and the the drill enemies are really really scary. Just the, yep. the general ambience in that place, and and there was a lot of times where I thought, oh, that you know, when you look at like the mold thing, where you've got to grab the different relief molds and things, um, and I thought, oh, this is going to be really difficult. I'm going to have to remember where I'm going and and all of this. And there was an aspect of that, but 
it just never really the entire time I was sort of running through it and I was just thinking in a minute this is going to get really really difficult um but it just never really did just because I was so over equipped and um that I think that if I had um not had enough ammo to deal with all of those horrible drill guys and if they had made it sort of a little bit more complicated to to maneuver around that place I think that would have been a really really great place and it would have probably added on a good few hours onto the playthrough I think um but but yeah I just think that as much as I really enjoyed the factory I think I enjoyed it mostly because I kind of was thinking about how good it would have been had I not Mm. had so much stuff um so yeah but but yeah I I just I just I just thought that the factory was probably the place where it was most obvious that the game just gives you too much uh stuff on normal difficulty I'm sure on the harder difficulties it'll be more to the experience sort of I'm or or I was wanting at that point but with the, the the problem is with the harder difficulties that's always when you have the infinite weapons so the harder difficulties in Resident Evil are never actually the hard part that's why I think it's really important to get that balance right on normal because that's actually when you you don't have all of these all of this gear and and all of this stuff so every time I consider a difficult part of Resident Evil it's typically on normal difficulty so that's sort of what I'm comparing it to um but yeah I I, I just but I mean yeah I mean I'm happy to talk more about the factory as well because I just thought it was such a, a great part but um but yeah that's sort of the main gripe I had with the game yeah they're in this interesting spot where uh, Resident Evil is really blowing up and becoming more and more successful with every release and the Capcom's done an amazing job like bringing this franchise back to life but I guess part of the the negative side of that is that they kind of at least they feel they have to uh, appeal to a broader audience so it does become more action heavy a bit um, more lenient on on health and all that kind of stuff which is fine but I think that that's what we end up getting is something that's more just approachable for everybody which I think they still nail it's just you can start to see that influence a bit more and maybe there's a in the future like an offshoot RE thing they can do where it's almost like Last of Us style where it's you know barely any ammo and and it's way more gritty. Um, that could be cool. But at the same time, it's like these are small grabs that I have. I still love this game, but it's, yeah. you know I can just I can tell the influences and kind of what they feel like they have to do. I guess as devs to appeal to everyone and and still be you know selling very well and uh, they nail it. But uh, yeah, I would love uh, in an alternate universe like some kind of just different bare bones. Resident Evil, but um, let's go back to so we with the castle Dimitrescu. Um, I was uh, I felt different where I would have wanted her to chase me the entire game. Uh, I'm in love with her. Um, she's dope. I wish that she would have been around for a little bit longer. So I was bummed that you know you you finish her pretty quick. But after that, you get to the dollhouse, and I loved that level, man. That was the I think the only time that I was really squirming in my seat i was just like yelling at the tv and my wife's next to me i'm just like i don't want to play this i'm so uncomfortable and and terrified how'd you feel about that dollhouse level yeah it was really horrible um i think i mean i'm not too dolls don't scare me that much so i didn't mind the um actual like dollhouse part but i think right. because i'd heard that this just whole part was really really scary i, I just had no idea what to expect and um but yeah when when you sort of uh when all the lights go out and you're walking down that that hallway and it just like looks around the corner at you yeah it was really really horrible <laughs> um but yeah i mean i luckily i didn't ever have to i know you can use the lockers and luckily i didn't do that i just sort of like would round about it and and sort of use the different routes because i i hate that's one thing i found so scared about outlast is hiding in things and 
peeking and waiting for 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 the thing to go away and then and then getting out. So I just knew that using that kind of like hiding mechanic would make it even scarier for me. But um, yeah, really, really horrible. I mean, it, I think a lot of it is just the game just looks so good as well. Like it just looks so scarily real. Um, and uh, and I, obviously that, that that plays a huge part into it. But um, yeah, that that whole whole section was really tough. Um, I remember just, but I, I remember sort of thinking, I just need to get through this so it's done. Uh, get to like a save point outside of this house, and then I can sort of stop playing for for tonight. Um, but yeah, really, really horrible combat. Um, really, really disturbing. Um, and yeah, uh, but but yeah, I mean, like, like I I just found I did find like the whole game just really scary. <laughs> Again, I just I think because of just the general ambience and and everything, and again the factory. I found that really, really scary as well. Um, again, I would have found it much scarier if I didn't if I didn't have my weapons. But um, right. yeah, the the, doll, the the whole dollhouse section is, and going down the sort of well, and that's when you first hear the the sort of the creature, yeah, baby, it is. yep, yeah, um, and yeah, that 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 it was just yeah, really, really well done, like really, really brilliantly sort of put together, um, and yeah, it just terrified the hell out of me. Yeah, that was maybe my favorite. I love uh, so many aspects of the game, but that was probably my favorite point. And um, yeah, you mentioned aware. I was expecting the whole creepy aspect to be the dolls themselves, but that really wasn't what was going on. It was it was that baby chasing you. That was really where it was just insanely terrifying. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever, I guess you mentioned you didn't die from uh, at any point, but uh, you can die from the baby if you get oh, too actually, close. Yeah, yeah, I did get eaten by the baby, actually. Okay, that's that. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did get swallowed up uh, a couple of times thinking about it <laughs> and that's what i love about uh resident evil the whole franchise is they, they just get they can get so terrifyingly creepy and weird and uh, i love when they lean into it and when this baby is you know a full testament to that so and then stripping away your weapon so they really nailed that that tension so i, w I would love to see more of that where remove some of my weapons you know make me feel like um um unmatched or or uh can't match whatever i'm fighting against and uh I, I like that feeling and it's it's although not at the time when i'm finished with it then i'm able to like breathe and go okay i actually really dug that by the time i was what you know insanely terrified but yeah that was such a dope part of that uh, part of the game and um you're right we're just it looks so beautiful and so well i don't know if beautiful is the right word but like so realistic and everything's just wet and you know just dripping with stuff and gory and it's just so terrifying they really nail it with this engine too but uh yeah it was such a great um level and that's going to be burning my brain forever i think so it's gonna be hard to uh to match that in the future but so moving on from the dollhouse you get to maybe this is the the most passable part of the game for me is it was dealing with i forget the character's name but he's basically like a frog guy and there's all this goop and stuff Mordor or something isn't it mordor there you go basically mordor from lord of the rings he's in here and uh so you're dealing with that part uh, how'd you feel about you know uh it's ma mainly like a puzzle kind of thing but you're also um avoiding his uh fish form when he's uh swimming around and, and jumping around and trying to navigate through that part and then his boss battle how'd you feel about that portion of the game yeah i thought it was it was um really fun it was um like it was good resident evil uh sort of stuff um i thought the the part where you're sort of like running along um the like floating parts was a little bit just didn't really need to happen um 
but yeah i thought the boss fight was great uh you know really sort of typical resident evil boss fight with the ammo everything spaced around and you've got your your explosive barrels and everything like that um i thought he was a really great character as well i love the uh first interaction you sort of have where you're um in that sort of mine shaft um which again is another really creepy location um and he's sort of just staring at that like static screen on the tv yeah which is really weird um yeah he was a really cool character actually um and uh yeah i i I, I yeah I I enjoyed that part actually it was um it was really good fun and and like you said it was probably not well it wasn't too sort of scary so I felt I, I liked that part it was like a nice relief to just be able to play it and not be too worried um right. but uh, yeah yeah I thought it was really good it was uh, sort of a cool he's a cool character because especially when you get to the end and you find out a bit more about Miranda and all of her test subjects it's uh, he he had sort of a slightly different skew on his uh sort of character which was quite cool um but yeah yeah i, I like that and then there, there was there was some there was some good sort of ethan lines i think from that from those interactions yeah. as well uh which was uh good fun <laughs> yeah that was one where i really hated him during this point of the game but um yeah no the the moral characters you know has the mommy issues with uh miranda and it's on display where everything he's saying has to do with with uh miranda and being wanting to be good enough and it starts to, you know, just have you piece together the story in your mind a bit more. And it's, uh, you know, starts to become more interesting. And you want to know what, what is this connection? What do these characters have um, as far as a connection with Miranda? What's going on? And uh, no, I thought it was cool. And it was almost more of a traditional boss battle too with him towards the end. And I found it tough, but I was able to, yeah, crack it pretty quick. But um, yeah, it was, it was a dope part of the, part of the game. Uh, moving on from that, I think right after that, you get to the factory. There's some in-between stuff, backtracking. But then you do move on to the factory and you're saying this is uh, pro probably your favorite part of the game. I think I feel the same way where the uh, the enemies are so terrifying and almost overpowered that you do have that fear again. Um, but you can avoid them and, and maneuver around them and you're so overpowered that, yeah, you can still fight them. But the fact that they have drills and they're robotic almost, it's like it ups, it ups the ante a little bit where I felt a bit more stressed again. And I like that. Yeah, I, th I think the factory is really great. I think Heisenberg's a great character as well um just really sort of mental and uh just a, yeah just a great villain and and he sort of is quite complex as you sort of learn more about him as well how he sort of sounds like he doesn't um care about Miranda but then ultimately is trying to also prove himself to her um but yeah I, I just thought the factory was just such a cool level like where you see all the the sort of his uh like robotic creatures all just like on the conveyor belts yep um yeah it was just really i mean an amazing looking sort of environment as well like all these like claustrophobic spaces but there's a lot going on as well like you had like the robotic arms all sort of moving around and uh stuff like that and it was yeah it's just a really really cool level it, it, there's not many times where there's an environment in resident evil that feels completely new and unique but also has that like resident evil lifeblood in it which i feel like it did perfectly um and yeah i mean whilst i have no problems at all with not being uh you know be, have, be, having all these weapons and all this ammo so i could sort of overcome uh the, the horrible monsters there it would have i could just tell that it was just such a great place for it to to maybe be a bit harder um just because it 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 did it seemed it seemed like it would have been such a great end game-ish like section that would have really really taken many hours to get through had it have been a bit more complicated with its puzzles and a bit uh sort of more difficult but 
Um, I loved like how they'd put the Duke in uh, in there, and you could sort of like call his little elevator to to come up and help you. There was a, it, it was very sort of helpful. You could you could tell where they sort of knew the player needed sort of certain assistance and uh, and, and things like that. And uh, yeah, I, I just loved that whole bit. There was just really something about it that was really unique and uh, just a really really great uh, time to sort of have that area as well. I think after the the sort of fish fight thing and then all the stuff you do uh, after that. Um, I just think it was a really, really cool um, sort of area. Yeah, I, I really loved it. And it was very maze-like where I don't know if you got lost, but I was getting lost uh, over and over again. But uh, it, it, once I ended up beating the game and doing my uh, quick play or, or a speed run, then I got uh, used to where everything was. But that first run, I was getting lost a bunch, and which added to the tension, was sort of annoying for me, but I could tell that I was getting in my, my own way and not paying attention to where I was and just trying to just run around like a like an idiot. But um, I liked that bit of the maze-like aspect to it. Um, but yeah, it was a very strong level, super beautiful. You mentioned with the, you know, the soldiers and stuff in the background. And you're right where it feels a bit different as far as like the normal places you've been in the Resident Evil universe. There's always like some kind of factory kind of thing, but or I guess like lab maybe. But this one has more of a, a steampunk kind of vibe yeah. to it. And it just worked really well and was, you know, super weird, unique. And you have Heisenberg talking to you the whole time, which is dope. Um, there's that uh, propeller guy who was a terrifying uh, boss. I didn't know how I'm going to actually beat this guy. And eventually you can. But uh, I love that feeling of this This is terrifying. I don't know how I'm going to beat it. And then you do finally finish it. It's a great, it's just satisfying to have that with a boss that looks way too overpowered. And then you're able to you know, overcome it. But um, yeah, so from the factory, then you have that last battle with Heisenberg. How'd you feel about it? Because at that point, I believe you get that crazy tank thing and you get to find him in a tank yeah yeah it was um it was odd but you always expect something like that towards the end of resident evil um uh i i don't think the boss fight was particularly very good um i mean when you're in the tank it's fine and and it feels fine but it's when you get knocked out of the tank and then you have to just use your normal gun it just felt very anticlimactic and i was just like shooting him with my sniper and it just felt like I was like throwing sweet corn at him. Um but it still <laughs> sort of killed him. So yeah. it was yeah, it's a bit um a bit of a strange a strange fight. But yeah, I mean it it didn't sort of bother me much. Um it was and it and it kind of because I thought that was going to be like the last fight as well. Uh but it was really sort of actually just getting you ready for that final sort of act uh which um obviously we'll talk about but uh yeah the it, it reminded me a little bit of uh, like robot wars like that you know that that Adobe saw that tv show yep uh, just like these two just metal things just battling against each other and i loved the fact that the the tank that you're using heisenberg made out of a metal that he can't control i just thought it was such like a stupid uh yeah just a throwaway line that explains why he can't yeah. use him like okay <laughs> yeah yeah but i but i love that kind of like stupid sort of exposition that Resident Evil has and and I mean as we sort of start talking about the end as well that's full of exposition too but um but yeah no I thought it was fine it was definitely probably the weakest boss fight in the game but um yeah it, it was fun to look at at least <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where you think as you're playing the game uh you know what I want is yeah like a tank where with the chainsaw and like there's no way they these enemies would would hurt me at all but then you get it and it's like well it's it's less fun because there's no there's less challenge and I feel like I'm actually able to handle myself and 
So it's just, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's hard to strike that balance. And yeah, it was, it was okay. You know, boss battle, it's just, once you get a tank, it's kind of all over and we're almost like into gears of war territory or something. It's just become something different, but yeah, it was fine. I ended up dying a bunch. Once you lose the tank itself, I just kept running around. It's like, how am I going to fight this thing? I'm just a regular guy now, but uh, eventually you do it and you defeat them. And, uh, there is transitioning from there. You meet uh, Miranda and she pulls your heart out and you're like, okay, finally Ethan's dead. I never have to talk to him again. Great. And then it kind of uh, transitions into you playing as Chris Redfield. How'd you feel about that bit? Yeah, I think, uh, well, firstly, I, I love Chris in this game. I think he was, he was definitely, um, cause I think in Resident Evil seven from, from what I, I know he's not in it much, but when he is in it, he seems like a completely different character. Um, but in RE8, he's definitely back to his uh, old self. Um, looks, you know, like a natural, you know, progression or evolution of what he was in like RE5 and RE6, um, which is really cool. Um, I do just have to say, uh, there's a there's a line I think Heisenberg says about Chris, and he says like, "I'm gonna get that boulder punching son of a bitch" or something, which. Yeah. I love. It's just so funny. And yeah, the, fact, awesome. the fact he somehow knew that he punched a boulder as well is is right. just so funny. Um, but yeah, I love, <laughs> I love those little like references. Um, but yeah, I, I think if I was to hear sort of, if someone was to tell me that at the end you play as Chris and it's really action heavy, like literally like a Call of Duty level, um, then I'd probably be like, that sounds awful. But I actually think it was really good. It played really well. Um, I thought the gunplay felt really great. I think it was cool playing as Chris and feeling so overpowered as well. Um, like he just tears through all those enemies. I remember like one of those big wolf things come, which I struggled with. Well, I struggled to sort of kill quickly in in when playing as Ethan, but when you're playing as Chris, that machine gun, you just put it down sort of straight away. And um, so I thought that was really cool. I think it translates well, considering everyone's so familiar with Chris and familiar with what he's done and what he's been through. Um, and I thought it was there was some really interesting story parts as well even though it was just a lot of exposition a lot of just explaining things that just unnaturally um like that with like the bsaa seemingly being like the enemies which is quite an interesting oh, right. turn um and obviously going to sowing the sort of seeds for for the next game or, or whatever um and also uh there's that ruby goatee which is where you find mia um and it's just full of like notes and things and and that tells you how the sort of mold and the original virus are connected and uh and how umbrella was created and i thought that was really cool to like link it all to sort of the the roots of the the story so i like i like that because I, I think the only thing that i found with these newer resident evil games there was a bit of a disconnect as to sort of how this mold stuff is related but it was right. nice to get kind of confirmation of how they how exactly they are related and uh, and everything but yeah I, I really enjoyed that that part i thought it looked great again when you put like the night vision on it looked i don't know it's hard to explain but it looked just really good um but yeah i i actually really enjoyed that bit despite thinking i probably wouldn't have if i'd heard of it before yeah it wasn't a i didn't hate it but it almost felt like it could have been the dlc like with uh, Resident evil 7 there was that chris redfield dlc not a hero i want to say it's called where it is more basically like this and not as not as action heavy, but kind of like a, this format. And I wouldn't mind not playing it, I guess. Uh, I just, it just felt like a weird uh, departure. And, you know, you're really overpowered and it is dope to play as Chris, but it almost felt like it could have been the additional DLC thing. Um, so 
I wasn't, uh, you know, super positive on it, but it still, you know, played really well. And it was, it was cool to mow down these enemies, but, uh, it just kind of felt weird coming in after, you know, the gameplay that I've been playing for a while, like almost needed to be like a separate thing, but, uh, it wasn't the end of the world, but I don't know if I felt that great about, about the change in the, the action. And they do kind of bounce it by throwing you a bunch of enemies. So it isn't it's definitely, you know, not on the easier side, even though you do have a bunch of ammo, a bunch of weapons, but uh, yeah, I think I could have, uh, I wouldn't mind if this was, you know, a DLC as uh, something else, but, um, I did, uh, enjoy fighting. Like, or you mentioned that, that room with the exposition where you find all the different connections to res to, uh, umbrella. That was really dope. I really loved them abridging everything together. Um, I was just, the whole action part felt a bit weird cause it's straight up call of duty. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't mind it, but uh, if I could choose to have it as an, an additional thing or something, uh, I might uh, go that route, but uh, it was still interesting. And then, uh, so once you do fight as Chris for quite a while, like it's a good chunk of the game or, you know, it felt like a good portion of the game. And then you do somehow, um, you know, what's his face, uh, Ethan comes back to life and they do explain that he has the mold in his body and that's how he's able, to, which makes more sense that that's how he's able to heal and put his hand back on after it's uh, <laughs> sliced off with a, you know, soda bottle or whatever he has, he pours on his hand. So that makes more sense. I liked that they gave a reason for why he's, uh, you know, un unkillable basically. But um, then you do play as him again and you fight Mother Miranda at the end. Um, how'd you feel about them, about them kind of bringing it together and having that final bottle, battle at the end? Yeah, I actually thought that was a really good uh, boss fight, actually. It had like a lot of good sort of boss fight elements where, you know, you got to shoot those weird bubble things and she has like, these certain attacks that you can dodge if you're you know quick enough and um i actually yeah i thought that was that that's actually another time i think i died maybe a couple of times um but I, yeah i think that was a, a really really good boss fight actually um I, I really enjoyed it um i i kept running out of ammo but then it sort of luckily it just like spawns you <laughs> ammo if you just run around long enough um but yeah yeah i think she felt really powerful she, it took ages to to do anything to her and um yeah i thought it was a, a good final boss um I, I there's only the only thing is like it's when she gets shot at the i think before the fight i think maybe chris shoots her but then you don't see chris or hear from him during the entire fight so i didn't really understand oh, right. uh, that part but um yeah as a boss fight i thought it was actually one of the strongest ones uh, in the game which is always what you want from your from your final boss yeah, and she's such a cool-looking character too. It was yeah. it was awesome to fight against her because she looks like a traditional, just like a straight-up boss. And uh, you know, she's scary and bleeding from her eyes and able to transform in all these different modes. And yeah, it felt really good. And I also died a couple of times because uh, for somehow, for some reason, at that point in the game, I just ended up with very little ammo, and so I was having to run around and scrounge. And and but it felt tense because of that. And so I really like that you know when they strike that balance and. And so it felt really satisfying to finally finish her off. And yeah, such a really cool boss battle. And she's just terrifying. And it would have been cool to maybe see her more throughout the game. And maybe she kind of attacked you a couple more times uh, because I just like her character model. It just looks really, really cool. Um, but yeah, we, we finish her off in the end. And you get some, you kind of flash forward a couple of years and you uh, see the daughter at the end. How'd you feel about how they wrap that up and what the future might be, might be for the next Resident Evil? Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. I think it's cool that they they're sort of like passing on like a generational thing. Um, she, is, I think, it's cool to have another you know character, and if she's got powers, it's kind of like 
she's kind of, it's kind of like uh, Alice from the Resident Evil movies. So I don't know if they're trying to uh, obviously not take inspiration from those films because there's not much you can take from those. But um, <laughs> I think uh, Alice is, is, you know, is kind of an interesting character in that she's got powers and things. So it'd be quite cool to be this like supernatural character if, it, if that is who you play as. Um, but it's really interesting. I don't know if you noticed at the very end when the car's driving off, it, there's like a person and the car stops. Yep. Um, and apparently somebody took that game model uh, of that character and the model was Ethan Winters. Um, I so, I mean, I, yeah, so I don't know if that's just like a placeholder or something, but um, that's, you know, interesting to speculate on. And hopefully we'll get some DLC or something that uh, sort of gives us a bit of a, an idea of what's going on. Um, the, the, the one thing about that that part is I don't know if it's just because of how it sort of where it is and and sort of the, the kind of like lighting of it, but I thought it looked like noticeably worse than the rest of the game. Um, mm. It like it just looked really just poor, like the, graphically. Um, I don't know what it was about it. Again, I don't know if that's because they spent so long on the village making sure the lighting's perfect and everything. But it, yeah, it just seemed like really like there was just no lighting at all. Um, it was just really bright and everything just looked a bit a bit odd. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a cool little post-credits thing. And, uh, you know, I was already excited to see what was coming next. And this just made me even more sort of excited to see what happens. And I want to see what like 60-year-old Chris looks like. I bet he's still got <laughs> yeah. like tree trunk, tree trunk arms. But, um, but yeah, it's interesting. to. It's always interesting when you sort of see these generational shifts of, of characters in, in sort of big beloved series like this. Yeah, that's a. It was a pretty neat uh, post-credit scene to fast forward that far in the future, and um, yeah, it really leaves it kind of up in the air where they're going to go with it. It seems like it's obvious that the daughter takes up the mantle, uh, but I guess the only hesitation I have with her having powers and then you playing as a character is there. There's what makes it um, you know interesting with Resident Evil is that you do feel like a regular person who has to deal with these situations. So if you have powers does that kind of, you know, change a gameplay in a negative way? Are you overpowered if you can, you know, do crazy stuff? Uh, I don't know. It's up to them, uh, up to Capcom to kind of figure that out. But uh, that was my only hesitation uh, with her, knowing that she has powers and she's more powerful than Ethan, possibly. It's like, how's that going to affect the gameplay? But as long as they kind of strike that balance and maybe she just regenerates just like he did. Um, I'm just, you know, curious to see how they're going to do that and still make it scary. But um, yeah, I, I saw the same thing about that possibly it's just a placeholder character where they have ethan at the very end and they they do hold on to that scene like it's supposed you're supposed yeah. to see that and pay attention to it so but i'm hoping that's just a placeholder because i want to fully be done with ethan i don't want him to come around anymore i'm good i'm all set so yeah i'm hoping that that's um you know just placeholder there but it's interesting because they they hold on it for so it's it must mean something it's not just some dude walking around so uh it's weird and it's also weird to fast forward that far because uh you know there's still some stuff they could do in between and maybe they will with chris or even um uh ethan's wife forget her name but like they could still do stuff in the meantime and still keep those same characters in play it's just if they move too far in the future then you don't you lose leon you lose all these other people that could still come into the fray so i'm hoping that you know we're not just leaving them behind but um i'm still super interested to see where they take it and how they balance uh mia's abilities with actual gameplay yeah, I think that, 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 I mean, that was straight away what I thought. I thought, oh, God, all these characters that I love are going to be so old. But then again, they are doing all these remakes. You know, we've got Resident Evil 4 remake, which is True. likely to change the story a lot, like RE2 and 3 did. Um, so I, I think we'll, 
and hopefully they'll sort of try and connect them to the newer Resident Evils again, sort of, if you know what I mean. Like now that these games are out, they they're able to sort of backwards connect these sort of stories again to it to try and sort of so we'll be getting sort of like context for these characters despite them being old in you know the the mainline series um but another thing i thought as well is it could be that ethan's daughter is the new villain she could be the new the new bad, baddie um because it, it was there was a bit of a strange vibe with the people she the person she was with um right so again, I don't know if it's to do with the BSAA there, they because they seem to be. Uh, I mean, obviously Chris used to work for the BSAA, but now it seems like they're trying to get their hands on bioweapons. So it could be that maybe there's something there where they're trying to use her as a weapon or something like that. Um, but then again, I don't know because she she does mention something about telling Chris. So I don't think Chris would sort of. Allow allow that or anything. So it's really yeah. interesting to see where it's going to go. But yeah, like you said, I I do worry whether what her supernatural powers are and how they would affect gameplay if she was to be the new main character. But I think she could make a good main villain as well. Um, because we've got there's not many times where we have like preconceived backstory for villains in Resident Evil. I think the only time I can think is with Wesker. Um, and obviously he was mm. one of the biggest villains in the series. So um yeah it's definitely interesting to see what they're going to do with it going forwards yeah i mean and <clears throat> overall i love the game it was a, a great way to end it and still could leave you you know curious and wondering where they're going to take the the franchise in the future did you get the chance to play the mercenaries mode I haven't yet no but i've heard it's good i've heard it's uh good fun and quite difficult um but yeah, yeah. No, I, st I still haven't had a chance to to give that a go yet it's pretty fun. I've been jumping into that and also replaying it to get some of the, uh, you know, extra unlockable weapons. And there's a lightsaber somehow in the game too. It's like, I want to do all this stuff so I can unlock that and feel awesome. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love it and I'm really excited to see where they go with it in the future. And there's just so much to replay with this game too, where it's like, I've been playing it, you know, for two weeks now and it's, it's incredible. And I, I love the experience with it. So I'm very happy. And this is even aside from, they had to postpone the, the multiplayer game that was going to be a tie-in uh reverse i want to say it's called yeah so that's even separate from that so like there's still so much to to chew on with this game and them adding eventually reverse i'm actually interested to try that so you know that there's there's a lot of uh there's a uh, long legs to this game so i i really really enjoyed it i don't know where i'd put it with my this this whole year is weird with like game of the year stuff but for me this is probably the the most fun i've had with a with a full-blown you know, triple A game or what have you this year. So I've put it at the top of my list at the, at the moment. All righty, Calum. So we'll end our yeah, it's de definitely the best game I've played. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, there's also, well, I guess um, maybe one day I'll be Returnal. We'll see where that ranks on my top of the game of the year list. But uh, we'll end our RE8 conversation there and let's get in some of the news. So there is a good amount of stuff we can kind of pick through it. Summoned meteor. Yeah. Okay, let's go. 